Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, Joel McDonald. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing very well, my friend. That's excellent to hear. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm a little bit croaky. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I was the same down. like last time. I'm, I, I, it's, it's happening, right? You can feel it. It was a yeah. warmer week last week, but now that daylight savings is officially over, you can feel the change. And I must say, I do miss those those longer days. Um, it's yeah, I do too. It's that um, it's that seasonal whiplash that you get where it's just like, oh god, it's well, cold now. Well, especially because like there are two seasons now, right? This. <laughs> well yeah there's summer and winter and like you get like shades of both in between you're like oh this week is a bit of a summer one but next week's a bit of a winter one yes yep. um, weather podcast that's us <laughs> the, the weather forecast brought to you by dialogue options and it, it's it's uh, fine it'll be incredibly irrelevant by the time you listen to the show but that's the charm right yeah probably hey who knows man i live in melbourne so like it, it's all four seasons in one day here <laughs> It's like a cliche to say that, but I mean, it's it's a cliche for a reason, because it's the fucking truth, really, <laughs> when it comes down to it. Just some days, it's like, you look outside and go, oh yeah, cool, it looks like no clouds, it's going to be great. I'll go for my walk to the train station to go to work. I'll get halfway down the road, start raining. I'm like, great. Perfect. Awesome. <laughs> just what this I wanted. Just what I, yeah, 100% what I wanted. Um, but no, apart from that, just... <clears throat> Ticking along nice, best I nice. can. Uh, have you yeah. been up to anything, watching anything? You know, a little bit of uh, pre-show banter before we get into the quest log this week. I have watched the first, all the episodes as of recording so far that are out of uh, Invincible nice, on Amazon nice. Prime. Um, don't watch a trailer or anything. Just go watch the first episode. And if you get to the end of the first episode and you don't think it's for you, then it's probably not for you. But... By the end of the first episode, I think if you like things like The Boys, um, I this is a big recommendation. Um, and hearing people, I've been watching a lot of people talk about it as well. A lot of people who've read the comics as well, which are like 20 years old or something like that. Um, and hearing like, not, they didn't go into details or anything, but hearing that like saying, it's so interesting to see, be back at the start again and see them dropping hints about what is to come in the future and I'm, that it's got me fascinated um a lot of people are like i really hope this goes for like 10 seasons and tries to explore as much as that as possible and finishes that story i'm like you know what after four episodes i'm pretty much in on that i it's got a great cast um and yeah it's very very fascinating this yeah, watch episode one, don't watch the trailer, which I I managed to just not watch any trailers or anything for it. Um, just go into episode one and just stick with it and then see how you feel by the time that episode finishes. That's the, the recommendation that I can give with that. The Joel McDonald recommendation. Yeah, honestly, and it, it's serious. If you, if you hear anyone talk about this show that has watched it, that's usually the thing where people are just like, yep. Watch the ep- watch the first episode, um, and it's also too like they they drop the first three episodes like at once, uh, and yeah, I can kind of see why now. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, but yeah, apart from that, been chugging along with Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I've watched My Neighbor Totoro, I think about twelve times now in the last two weeks. Nice. 
Um, it is my son's favorite movie at the moment. <laughs> He's legitimately at the point now where he like knows parts of the movie and like, like joins in with them. Um, like there's a part towards the start where one of the, the little girls is like shaking a, 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 um, like a roof support and it like drops all like wood shavings down onto them. And one of the little girls puts her hands over her head, like to cover her head. She's like, she doesn't want to get in her hair. And Griffin did the same thing. <laughs> he was like copied along. Just get, and like getting involved. The part, the part where they're like screaming at the soot sprites, he like sits there and goes, ah, as well, which is just adorable. But um, yeah, I think that's about it in terms of what I've been watching. What about you? Uh, again, not a great deal. Um, I think what I haven't been watching. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I, I've had the mid-season finale of Attack on Titan, so that's mm-hmm. the first part of the final season is all wrapped up. I'm staring down the barrel of any day now of that final chapter coming out, which will... I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know <laughs> what life is like on the other side of seeing that chapter, um, given how those last few have been. Incredibly divisive amongst the people who've read it. I'm I'm in to seeing where this goes, but I know a lot of people aren't, so it's fine. But I'm very curious. Yeah, uh, but yeah, final season is coming back later this year or like early next year. And if if you've been watching it, if you've been watching Attack on Titan, you've hit the mid the this part of the uh the, the final season, and you're like, boy, did I get you get super blue balled. Like they they blue ball you hard. I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> like I promise you, what comes after this is just pure insanity like mapper was probably like you know what no we need like i can just imagine mapper reading the last few chapters of the manga being like we've got to animate this we need a break <laughs> we need to take a break because <laughs> this is insane uh oh, so i'm God. very excited for when that comes back um very fun some very fun cliffhangers it's interesting like being on the other side it's like the old days of you know back when i was back when they were following this you know the scripts but being a book reader in game of thrones and just like watching people's reactions, I'm sort of getting that enjoyment from Attack on Titan as well. Being like, yes, that did just happen. <laughs> I will say nothing else. Um, but apart from that, I also went and saw the Giant Monkey versus Giant Lizard movie. I went and saw <sighs> yes. Godzilla versus Kong. Awesome. Uh, it was fun. It delivered yep. on Godzilla versus Kong. And I really don't know what else I could say beyond that. That's what I hear people saying. And I'm. Um... I, I've got homework to do to get up to that because I've, I've only watched the the 2015 Godzilla movie. So I haven't even watched King of Monsters yet. No, I haven't watched oh, King of okay. Monsters and I haven't watched I haven't watched Skull Island either. So I, Man, Skull I Island watch... so good. That's also what I keep hearing, and I'm like, fuck. Okay, I'm gonna so watch it. Fun. So I'm yeah. I might try and set aside some time to do that. Yeah, well, Godzilla vs Kong was very fun. I do. I've seen some people like complaining about the story stuff. I'm like, yeah. It's Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah. Like, okay, look, you can have gripes with the story if you want, but I'm just here to see a giant monkey punch a giant lizard in the face. And boy, did I get that. And more. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Like, you know, you don't, you can't go along to see a Fast and the Furious movie and be like, oh, but the plot was a bit rough. It's like, well, yeah, but did you see the part where they jumped a car through not one, but two skyscrapers on like the 99th floor? Like, did you watch that part? (laughs) Did, was that not entertaining enough for you? So, yeah, I get that. I 100%. That's why I watch those movies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Best. So, like, if you want some fun action, I would say go see it. I do think 
I feel like they've made they made some good choices about you know we're not a film podcast so I won't talk about it too long but um one thing I definitely noticed about some of the older MonsterVerse movies probably like Godzilla one and two I don't think Kong had much of this issue but I know there's got to be people right it's got to be a people part of the movie it just yeah. felt like there was a lot of the people stuff in the first two and this one it it feels like it cuts a lot out like there's de- definitely parts of the movie I'm like I feel like there's a scene missing here. But I don't care because <laughs> we got back to the part where Elizabeth was fighting the monkey, and I'm happy with that. And right. So, um, yeah, it definitely felt lighter on the story stuff. Just and at some points, I'm like, what have we we've leapt? Or <laughs> there's just, I, some very specific segments where one of the a couple of the characters are like sneaking through like a a top security like apex base, working on incredibly secret stuff, and there's like no security. I'm like, I mean, I guess we're getting to where we need to go quicker, so I'm fine with it. But where's all the security? But yeah. Really don't, fun movie. Don't, like, don't question it. Especially the on the big screen. It was great on the big that's, screen. That's why I wanted to catch up, because I would like to try and mm. catch it at the movies, yeah. It's fun. Um, like, it's so much fun just taking it all in. That was a couple other things I have watched. I, it was a new episode of Bluey that came out for Easter. That was great. But I'm not going to go down that road anymore. Um, I'm actually wearing my, my Bluey pajamas <laughs> that my, my wife bought me for, for Easter. So these are my Easter pajamas. I'm feeling very very bluey today which is great um but uh have obviously you watched the trailer for loki i haven't actually yet oh i I didn't have time like i i i've been at work all day i got home late i had dinner and then i had to play something before we started recording and now we are recording so it's like the first thing on my docket after we finish it's i have watched the black widow trailer (laughs) i didn't watch that one because i'm kind of like I think I'm going to not watch that one. I mean, you've got nothing to worry about when it comes to Marvel, okay. really. That's true, I guess. They're very yeah, good really at should... like showing their trailers to make the movies look cool, but not give stuff away. Yeah, I'm maybe I'll watch that one as well. But the one that I was very, I was pretty excited for, and I, I I don't know why I'm so excited for it, but man, Space Jam, A New Legacy, looks like, speaking of dumb fun, like that looks like the dumbest, funnest movie. I like... This, the like my face soured so aggressively when that we were flying in. I'm like, fuck you, Westeros. Yeah, I saw that. I actually didn't catch it the first uh. time around. I watched it again before. Like, so I watched it on my phone the first time I watched it. So I didn't really catch it. And then when I watched it on the TV before, I was like, oh, that's that's Westeros right there. And it's first, um, right? It's straight up there. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, you hey, see those. You guys dropped off. Like, it's. The, the social media accounts have, like, come back because it's, like, the 10th anniversary. I'm like, yeah, you guys just fell off the face of the earth, man. Yeah, they. I mean, probably for the best. Be I should fair, clarify. But... I want to clarify because I, I do have a lot of aggression towards Westeros, but only because of the TV show. Yeah. There, there are very good books, but it will never be finished. But I have nothing, no, no problem with them. Those books, are, I enjoy those. It's just the TV show was good for four seasons then it was okay for like a season and a half and then it was a disaster for the rest of it. And yeah, seeing it much. like front and center in the Space Jam trail, I'm like, you are not winning me over yet. I did, I did like the part that just made me laugh out loud in just disbelief and like, what the fuck is this movie? Is the part where like, we're going to assemble the greatest team and it's like Superman, Gandalf. Yeah. And it's like Godzilla. I'm like, sure, let's I want, go. I want to watch let's- that movie. Um, you're probably going to fucking get it in Space Jam oh, at know. some point. Maybe. 
Space Jam looks like what Ready Player One could have been. I tell you what, it sure looks like <laughs> Ready Player One, doesn't it? It absolutely <laughs> right does. Right down and to having the Iron Giant in there. I, yeah, I really, like, I liked, so I read Ready Player One and I liked the book and then I saw the movie and I liked the movie and then I saw a lot of people talking about when Ready Player Two came out earlier this year. It was um, last year it came out. Last year? Yeah, whenever it came out, a lot of people talking about it and just being like, what the fuck is this? And then, like, reading passages again from Ready Player One, I was like, oh. <laughs> and it wasn't that long ago that I read it either. And I was like, oh. It's it's, it's the classic thing, right? It's the, I hate, look, speaking of shows that I'm not a huge fan of anymore, how much have I had it right? Like, once yeah. that glass is shattered, that's it. <laughs> Yep, yep. So I've sort of like soured a little bit on Ready Player One. Um, but, okay, what? But, the most uncomfortable point, I mean, apart from being generally angry at like at the uh, HBO Westeros and then seeing Drogon as well, I'm like, what? It's fine. But it's been fun like seeing all the cameos in the crowd, but can honestly say deeply uncomfortable with the Clockwork Orange people being there watching this basketball game. Not okay. Like- that's what I'm so excited for. I'm it's just, just like, like, no. This is a kid's movie. All bets are off. There's no ultraviolence here, guys. Just... We're getting fucking Alex Delarge sitting here watching a basketball game. Fucking, let's, I'm in. Like, so I I shouldn't be as excited as I am, but I watched that trailer and I was just sort of a little bit giddy by the end of it because I was like, this is going to be so stupid. It's going to be dumb. I cannot wait like, for it. I'm curious. Like, honestly, I do think the movie looks fun and I think it looks colorful, but... I am also prepared for it to be a complete disaster. Oh yeah, and you know, do you know the, do you know the, like, I mean, you get it from the trailer a little bit, but you know what the plot of it is? It's basically Don Cheadle's character is like an AI construct called LG Rhythm. Like, just let that one sink in for a second. <laughs> and he basically kidnaps LeBron James's son and makes him play basketball to get him back. I mean, I'm in. I'm in. I have faith too because I like I remember seeing LeBron James in Trainwreck, and he was very funny in that. So I think, I think it's going to be a fun movie. I'm excited for that. Like I said, but, I'm interested. I think it'll be fun. It looks colorful, but I'm also very much prepared. But it, it's funny though, right? Because the first Space Jam, it's it's not it's not a good movie. It is a fun movie. It's a fun movie, but it's not a good movie. No, but it's fun, and I think that's all. It, that's all it needs to be. I w- I re- actually rewatched it recently. It's the, and was like the only reason I'm saying that fun. is I've seen some people like they're just like, oh look at this, like this is nothing like the first one. I'm like, did you watch the first Space Jam? <laughs> yeah, like like it's it's, it's kind of a lot. Like it's definitely equally as stupid in a lot of ways. <laughs> yeah, they've just sort of turned it up a lot more, which is and fine. like I mean, that's admittedly, kind of what I want them. I'm kind of glad it's not just the monsters again, and it's like even it's. It's weird having to do the whole like virtual world thing, which is gonna drag us yep. through all those like Kingdom Hearts planets. Just like again, uh, I was talking to our, our friend Brod from Hunting Seasons. He was up here the other day, and we had a very long discussion about this trailer. <laughs> and just I had a crystallizing moment. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, those all those little worlds just remind me of Kingdom Hearts. Those yep. stupid little sub. And then I just got mad again. And anyway, I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll probably see this movie, but like I am I'm prepared. I'm preparing myself. I will absolutely see this movie. If not for anything else, to like maybe like go to the cinemas if I can and see it and hear that Space Jam theme coming to the speakers again. Just being all like four and a half, five minutes of it, which they only made it that long because they needed it to cover the entire credits. And it has about 
17 lyrics in it. That's it. And it's... Shout out oh, to the great. YouTube remix of the Space Jam theme mashed together with the Orson and Smo theme from Dark Souls. Oh my god. It, it still Holy shit. It pops up on my recommended all the time because I listen to it once and I'm like, look, this, this, is a, this is a good mashup. What can I say? <laughs> um, I'm into that. I'm very much into that. Uh, I'm sorry. I've, I've, I've derailed already. It's fine yeah, because I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to hard cut the movie chat here and drag us kicking and screaming into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So the quest log is our what we've been playing segment, of course, and uh, we we've agreed ahead of the show. We'll just be this is a quest log only episode. Yeah, uh, we scour the news, a couple of small morsels, but nothing that really we really want to bring to the table. We'd rather just sort of just focus in on what we've been playing because one of them's a big thing. One of them's a big mm-hmm. thing, full of big things that we spend a lot of time skinning and turning into shirts. But hey, it was it was it was kind of, kind of related to movie talk in a way. It was well, like because that's the thing, right? <laughs> That came out on a Friday, and then the Monday after it, I saw the giant monsters fight. I'm like, yes, yeah, yes. That's the, that's the easy the allies are like developing their their movie commentary for the Mosana movie. I will finally rent oh it when God. that happens, and finally yeah, watch it. Yeah, I'll do that too. Um, be, yeah, but yes. But before we get into Monster Hunter Joel, let's talk about a couple of smaller things. Do you want to start us off with uh, Outriders? Yeah. Um, sure. So I, I literally today, I jumped onto the Xbox and, um, the old, I still Xbox. Got games. <laughs> the old Xbox, uh, yeah, jumped on there and, um, I downloaded Outriders cause it's on Game Pass, which is honestly, before I even talk about the game at all, I think that is such a good call for a game like this. Um, coming out of the gate, just being like, Hey, you can play it on this, having a demo and also being on Game Pass, there's, it's like, the best way to do it because I think it, when you look at promotional material for this, it's, it's you sort of rightfully so kind of write it off a little bit. As just I mean, like, I, ah, I just absolutely some... did. <laughs> like every yeah, time exactly. I was a new trailer or a Nat Square Enix presents and I talked about it for like 10 yeah. minutes. I'm like, guys, I don't really care. I was like, I was trying to, cause I'm like, I, I, I see what they're trying to go for here. But once you go hands on with it, um, it is very, it is a little bit rough around the edges. Um, it's had some pretty bad server issues over the weekend, which has been I mean, um, disappointing. Just, and, and like they're getting hammered. That's the thing. And like that's the thing. Yeah, it's, it's a com- no one's. It's a combination fault. from everything, right? Like I assume the demo stuff is still weighing into this. Like everyone, like PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox, family of systems, all have access to this demo, which is also not timed. Like you can just and your progress from a demo carries into the main game. Mm-hmm. And then you've got everyone who's bought the game, and then you've got also everyone who's playing it on Game Pass. So like, I can like these. I saw a funny thread and reset error, which was just talking about. Well, it took half an hour, but Outriders has just smashed the Avengers. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah okay. I did say that as well. It's like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> rest yeah. of peace, Avengers. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but but I mean, that's there's a reason for that because they yes. did this demo and because exactly. they put it on Game Pass. Their their approach I mean, to this has been genius. Absolutely, yeah. You know, and I think that's it's gonna be a bit of a success because people are talking about it and people are playing it and going, actually this is kinda of fun. Like, um the guys from Kinda of Funny have been like playing all with like Greg and Snowbike Mike just finished the story uh earlier on today. They just finished the story mode. They were like, It was great. We had a great time with it. And I was like, you know what? And that's that's why I was sort of thinking about it. I'm like, I've got Game Pass there. 
I've got Monster Hunter. I do need to finish Strikers, and I will get back to that this week, hopefully. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to download it and just have a look at it. <clears throat> so I jumped into it tonight um, once Griffin and Ash went to bed. Um, it was a bit early tonight, so I had a bit of extra time up my sleeve, which was nice. Um, so I jumped in. I was like, I'm just going to have a, a you know, look through it. And, and like I said, it is rough around the edges. Um, the o- the, the opening stuff, definitely. I was like, can we, uh, can we just get past this, please? <laughs> yeah, I actually did that twice because I did that this afternoon. Oh. And then the internet went down at my house and it didn't save. The- I was halfway oh, through no. that tutorial part. Oh, See, that's um, what I'm worried about, right? Because when I get it on Game Pass, I'll be like, no, I suffered this on PlayStation. Please don't make me do it again. There's only a couple of cutscenes that you can't skip yeah, through that just, opening part. But I just want to get to the part where I've got my cool powers, right? I don't want to... There, yeah, should, there exactly. should really be an option, like especially with the cross-play and all that sort of stuff. Maybe there should be an option to be like, hey, have you have you done this? I want to skip to, yeah. the, to the good part. I'm like, yes, please. Do you want to go to the part where you wake up at a yeah, cross? Yeah, I want to shoot fire just, out of my hands. Yeah, absolutely. I want to shoot fire out of my hands. I want to set enemies on fire and then heal myself exactly. from that yeah. damage. Yeah. Um, so I guess that's like the meat and potatoes of the game is like the, the gameplay. If you look at it from a, like just a on like in a trailer or something like that, it looks like a third person shooter. You've got abilities and, you know, exploring worlds that sort of games as a service sort of overlay right down to the, the destiny cursor you use to the, navigate menus. The menu just I'm like, oh, when I was looking the at menu the in menu general. in the depth, I'm like, this is destiny, man. It's de-. And to be yeah. fair, like the destiny menu out, like layout worked. Honestly, it, even yeah, the Avengers absolutely. uses it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's 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 kind of like a, a a sort of a decent idea to use that format if you're making this sort of like games as a service game because it's sort of like that familiarity that you're yeah. just gonna be able to welcome your audience in a little bit easier. Um, but I think once you actually get hands on with it and you sort of see how the systems are working with each other in that game, it's kind of interesting because it is it is definitely taking a more like it rewards a more aggressive approach to combat in general um and i heard a lot of people saying that but i was just sort of like okay that sure why not but like i literally had a moment just before we started recording when i i, I put it down i did like a mini boss fight sort of thing like there's like a, a, a an enemy that had abilities as well basically and i was fighting them and it was kicking my ass and I was like, oh shit. And, but I started to sort of get with each sort of attempt at it, I was getting a bit more aggressive and a bit more just zipping around the map because it, it does feel good to move around in that game. Um, it is a little clunky in some aspects. Um, but I think, I don't know. It's, it's really fun just to sort of like get into that flow of like using your abilities to heal yourself. Cause that's the whole thing is, because um, I'm playing a pyromancer, which I believe you did as well. Yeah, I was a pyromancer in a demo. Yeah, so um, there's four classes. There's pyromancer, um, devastator, uh, technomancer, and trickster. Um, and so it's basically like a tank. Um, your general like like fire abilities, and then there's like a stealthy like the trickster's like more like stealthy like a rogue sneaking, essentially get in and out yep sort of like uh, te- pretty like standard rpg sort of um yeah builds and your technomancer's kind of like a support almost in a way like still able to you know carry their own but a lot of gadgets and things that they can use to sort of turn the tide <clears throat> um but yeah the pyromancer as you know you could probably gather from the name is 
very much fire-based um, and its whole gameplay loop of how you sort of play the game is using those abilities to set enemies on fire and then when you kill those enemies when they're on fire that means they're marked and when you kill them when they're on fire you gain health back from them so that sort of rewards you to sort of not just hide behind one wall and sit in the corner like I do in Division when I'm playing solo, um, which I like doing, don't get me wrong, but because that was the other game I sort of like would put it in the same basket as. It's very like Division 2-esque. Um, like you go into an area, it's like, restock your ammo here. Ah, oh, yep, cool. There's going to be a fight in here. And, um, and just the way that the world's laid out and things like that and gear and all that kind of stuff. Um, but... I think after a couple of hours, I kind of like it. Like, it's kind of fun um, just to sort of mindlessly run around. And um, I know the weapons feel really good, like, um, especially that. My, yeah. my demo experience was this. I was like, oh, the shooting's kind of average. And then the next gun I got was, yeah, the gun that basically liquefies your enemies like something out of like District 9. I was like, okay, I'm back in. And then it yep. took the gun away from me. I was like, ah, oh, I'm back out. <laughs> They gave you a taste of it too. Yeah, yeah give, give like, me that gun it's, back. It's like a, it's tied to a narrative point, really, isn't it? That gun. If it's I, the same I, one I'm thinking of, I assume so. I mean, it's again. It was I played the demo when it first came out, so it's been a little bit. Yeah, but I do think it was tied I, I to something in particular. Yeah, so I was like, I, 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 I got that to that point, and I, I had that gun, and I was like, oh, this is the one Kyron was talking about. It's so much fun. This is very fun. Just yeah. the way that it's pop. I'm like, oh yes, more of this. Even like when you use those fire abilities and because like, one of them, like or, I think a couple of them, when you use them, they sort of like turn to stone a little bit. They sort of freeze a little bit. And so you get it, can get a few hits on and even just those few hits, you sort of really feel that, that sort of like that chunkiness of it, which is really nice. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think I will probably play a little bit more of it. Um, I, I, I think it's going to get a little, I'd like to see it get a little bit more stable in terms of, um yeah the cutscenes are a little bit higgledy piggledy and i turned down because there's a few options I, I saw a lot of articles going around like these are the options that has some there's some options in outriders that are actually really neat and you should probably look at tinkering with so i read those articles and one of them was the camera shake in cutscenes because the cutscenes are like someone's like got their like you know their dad's uh, camcorder and they're just sort of like trying to film it's very like handheld like intense sort of but it's all the time even in like quieter moments um you can turn that off now or like to varying degrees but even still it just feels a little little rough but again you know i think this is a game that they're sort of committed that people can fly are sort of committed to um and they really care about, obviously. So I think they will smooth those rough edges out. Yeah, well, like I said, I'll definitely be there. It's probably gonna, I'll probably wait a couple of weeks. Um, again, it's all thanks to Game Pass because I mm -hmm. can tell you that after I played the demo, I'm not convinced I want to spend the money on it. But I can drop like a month a month sub to Game Pass to just take it for a spin, see yep. how it goes. Um, look, I've got I've got some I've got like I finished the single player stuff in Monster Hunter. I've got some time before Resident Evil comes out in just about a month. So, you know, why not play some Outriders? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think you could you could do worse. I, but it's funny, though, because, like, we had a very similar situation with The Division 2 where we both played the demo and we were both like, eh. 
And then we started hearing people talk about it playing the Division 2 after it came out. We were like, maybe. And then I it was like my, I think, most played game that year. Or I think like I played the most hours of it in that year. It's definitely in my top three last year, I'm pretty sure. I played I a remember. lot of Division I think it was two. definitely up there for me as well. But I think and, it was just yeah. trumped by like, I think I went through Persona 5 again, that sort of stuff. But Division yeah. 2 was high. Yeah. And so it's funny that we had that sort of situa- similar situation. I, I feel I didn't play the demo of Outriders. I, I sort of forgot about it because again, I was just like, "That's fine." It was. It wasn't until someone I work with, like my boss at work, was like, "You're gonna get Outriders," and I'm like, "Probably not." Like, and I sort of remember there was a demo. I'm like, "I should download the demo," and then I forgot about the demo. <laughs> and then he was talking to me about it again the other day, and I was. And this is after I'd sort of they'd announced that it was coming to Game Pass, and I was like. Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, I'm in. Like, and because that's the other thing too. It's got crossplay. It does. Out the, Massive. Which it it did get turned off over the weekend, I believe, because that was uh, part of the server issues, I think, as well. Um, that was causing some of the issues as well. So I, I think it's back now. I think I got a splash screen when I loaded up the game before. It was like, crossplay is back, guys. Thanks for waiting. Um, I think that's that's its biggest thing, right? Like having crossplay in a game as a in a game like this, like a looter shooter. Mm-hmm. is so good and it really yep. has to be the standard it just has to be like there's nothing there's... worse than having that splintered player base like yeah it's just it's, again a lot of a lot, a lot no more reason. games are including crossplay which is great but it definitely this particular genre absolutely needs it 100 percent, yeah because you have people who only have a ps4 or 5 or only play on pc or you know exactly only have a switch or whatever you know so being able to sort of be able to play with those people at any time and just squat up with your friends regardless of what platform it's a no-brainer it's, um, it's a because, huge tick in like the like reasons to buy the game basically mm-hmm. absolutely and i mean yeah there's there's it's a long list of things that like outriders has done sort of well in the lead up to its uh, launch where it's like that putting it on game pass having that demo out there um because yeah honestly it was uh, people that i sort of like enjoy listening to on uh, online um mostly kind of funny it was like all of them were just like hey our is pretty fun like we're having a good time with it and i was like fuck it why not it's on game pass like it's it's it's, it's, it's only 60 gig i only took up 60 gig i'm like for games of the service that's pretty fucking good i mean it's only, it's at launch don't forget <laughs> like, i know that's true yeah i think yeah, i think avengers is going. like 70 or so on ps5 yeah, so like you know I, th- I think it was about 50 when it came out yeah too. it was about 55 so, yeah it'll, it'll get content it'll get bigger it will bloat yeah I, but i mean i i honestly don't i wonder if it'll bloat as much as division 2 division 2 is ridiculous <laughs> yeah it is it is but at least that's all like for the most part that's a lot of content stuff that you can play it's not just like fixes and things like that which is good except for when it patches and it's like hey i just need to check about 120 gig it's like cool well i didn't want to play you tonight anyway it's fine yeah yeah um but yeah i i think i'm gonna probably keep playing it on and off it'll be a game i'll just keep checking in on because game pass is just something that i have now like it's i don't See, really notice i don't going out. I, I dip in and out when there are games like i'll dip in for this um mm-hmm. But because I barely use my Xbox, I'm, I make because I have so many things that just auto auto you know dock me every month. I'm like I just and if I'm not going to use it, I should just only ha- like activate it when yeah. I need it. 
But again, I also have too many subs, so that's just on me. Like, I'm a mess. It's the next thing. It's the next one of the next things on my chopping block, I think, that will to go um, when the time comes. But I think, yeah, I think I will do that where it's like, cool, that game's coming out on Game Pass. Oh, I really want to play that. It was something that I don't, I, I'm just like casually interested in checking out. I mean, why? Yeah, Game Pass why not? It saves you. It's, it's better than spending the $100 on it. So, absolutely. Yeah. And even if you pay for two months of like, even if you like, you 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 play it for two months and you have to shell out for what's that like fifty bucks all up like sixty bucks maybe in Game Pass. What? You're essentially renting the game, which is this is great. Man, I miss renting games. <laughs> That's why I kind of love Game Pass because it is nice sometimes. Just to, I I'll just open I'll be, if I'm somewhere and I'm just like oh if I'm on the couch watching TV, it's like well, I want to go add it to Game Pass this week. I'll just open up the Game Pass app, be like. Oh, cool! That's got added. I actually wanted to check that out. Yeah, it's added to my queue. Like, it's it's fine. I it, at some point my Xbox is going to become my Yakuza machine because they're all on there. All the mainline ones except for seven are on there now. So I've got to get back Why to not? Yakuza. Like, I'm I'm halfway through Kiwami two. I purchased <laughs> um three, four, and five in a PlayStation sale recently, so they're there. They're ready to go. It's got to get back to it. Yeah. I I haven't started a new one yet. So I'm like, I'm good. I'm, I'm ready to download Kiwami. That's when I'm, I'm like, okay. Once I finish Strikers, I think that's when I might be like, okay, let's put Kiwami on here so that when I have time, which is, it's pretty good. Like this year's sort of shaping up to be that kind of year where we can sort of catch up on things like that, I think. Um, at the moment, it is. I'm I'm staring down a barrel of Resident Evil, <laughs> and then yeah. I've, and I've, got, I've got Subnautic of a week after that. I've got the Mass Effect trilogy I want to go through. <laughs> like, <laughs> but I mean, Mass Effect is something you've played before. That that that's but something I'm, you won't. It's been so long, and I want to do it all. I know, but it's not something that you you have to commit to. Like you're not gonna be like, this is the the new hotness. I'm gonna sit down and play this. It actually is. Over the next I'm probably gonna, I'm probably gonna do that. Okay. All right. Fair enough. That's, <laughs> Um, I don't... The more the more I keep thinking about Mass Effect, the more I'm sort of like, just like yeah, I could probably do that too. I could, I could do it, man. I could. I haven't played because I mean I'll talk about this later when we talk about our tweets. But I, I plugged in my PS3 to do some stuff, and I was just like, oh yeah, Mass Effect one, two, and three. Last played oh like 2013, 2014. I'm like, oh Christ, that's like a God. lifetime ago. It's a Jesus. different life. So yeah, like I'm ready, man. I'm like jonesing for a hit like dip, <laughs> like temporarily dipping back into andromeda was just not enough to make me be like man i can't wait to play the the good mass effects again no yeah, no, sh- no shade like- on you andromeda but i just don't really like you that much <laughs> yeah not for me i i haven't bothered to revisit it i tried I'm man like, i tried i got like halfway through i'm like i just kind of want to play the other ones <laughs> yeah i'm like where's where's the characters i like and the thing where's is the like ones- andromeda's not bad I just think it's no. kind of just like it's it's just not that interesting. It's it. I think it strip away all of the terrible launch things that happened and all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff away from it. Um, I think it's just suffering from like big shoes to fill. Like, yeah, I mean, you I, look at that cast. You look at that cast of Mass Effect One, Two, and Three, and you're like, I love these characters. These characters are great, bar a couple of them. But you know, but, but again, for the most part, that's kind of like what I appreciate about Andromeda. 
Like, they're yeah. like, hey, here's these new characters. I'm like, okay, look, you didn't stick the landing with most of them, but you tried. And you got Natalie mm-hmm. Dormer in here as this Asari Doctor, and that's fine. I get to hear her voice more. Um, and she's really into this Krogan, so I'm going to do whatever I can to set her up with this Krogan, because this Krogan's cool as well. Um, but yeah, it's just a lot of it just ends up being pretty forgettable. <laughs> I always find it funny. It was like, okay, we're jumping to this new, this new galaxy, this new solar system. And it's going to, it's going to take a long time. So they're putting you all in like, you know, deep sleep, deep cryo sleep. And you're like, oh man. And then you jump through and you're like, cool. Here are all the aliens you already met. You're like, neat. Where, where are the new ones? Here are these new ones. There's like one new species in this entire okay sure sure <laughs> what do the bad guys it's do the st- uh, they kind of like take them and enthrall them and change them okay like the reapers did a lot of us nah. are seeming very similar guys yeah <laughs> yeah they're like oh no we've got a whole new cast and a whole new location it's like you've still kind of made the same game just without the things that we'd like <laughs> exactly. so uh, yeah so i'm look yeah. i'm ready and yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there for the trilogy, but that's a whole different yeah. discussion. We'll get to those games later in here. Yeah, I think we will. Um, but yeah, I think that's that's about it for for Outriders for me. All right. Well, I played one thing besides Monster Hunter, and it's funny because this is a th- this is a thing that's very fucking cool. That's going to be gone very fucking soon. I'm pretty sure. So on April first, um, Team Scoo, Team SCU dropped a demo for prime 2d which is an amazing little fucking 2d metroid prime reimagining which dare i say i shouldn't be surprised that the first official way i will be saying happy 35th anniversary metroid is thanks to fans and not thanks to nintendo who i'm sure as soon as that polygon article went up and the kotaku article went up nintendo was like all right time to get the lawyers on the phone get those cease and desist ready no fun allowed, Metroid fans. You will wait for us to give you a game in approximately 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But yeah, Prime 2D is amazing. And there's a demo right now. Get it. Do it before it's gone. It'll, it'll, I'm sure it'll go the way of AIM to R, which thank Christ I downloaded that and just have that safely stored on my PC. Um, but essentially what it is, it's uh, the, the team of four, I think it's team of four people, with a couple of extra people for like music and voices and stuff. Uh, took the idea of Metroid Prime, not not like a direct translation into 2D. They instead took the, the idea of Metroid Prime, the setting, the, the locales and all that, and some core elements and just translated that to 2D and adapted to it. So I'm like, because that was the biggest thing. I remember there was a Prime 2D year, like Jesus, like I don't even know how long ago. But I was like, I don't know, like this is a cool idea, but I feel like the thing that makes, you know, Metroid Prime cool is that it is 3D. I yeah, don't know exactly. what, what, what you lose in a transition, but the idea of them sort of translating it into a more t- traditional 2D one is a very cool idea. And this is all accompanied by the fact that this game is gorgeous. Like, if you look at screenshots or watch videos, like, this game looks so good. And the idea I've taken is, so, you run with, the you know, the WASD keys, as you do in all PC games, but the mouse is your aim for Samus. So as you swing that mouse around, she'll sort of aim her cannon, sort of like Samus Return style on the 3DS. Right, yep, 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 yep. Um, which is very... Uh, at first it was very weird, but I got used to it very quickly. Uh, you press Q to open up your scanner to scan lore and creatures and all that. Like, again, pretty much straight from Metroid Prime. Um, some cool surprise. Like, so the demo only comprises... It skips the frigate completely. I'm not sure if that's just okay. a, a decision they're going to stick with and just takes you straight down to Talon 4. 
and you get to so from talent from the ship landing you go across to the temple you can get like your first artifact and scan all the um hints and all that and then you go down to the trezor ruins and you can go up to the hive totem and you get the missile launcher you get another expansion and a morph ball and that's really about it it's about a 30 minute demo or so but i will say that the hive totem fight was very cool and has a very neat little surprise as well once you finish like there's I was doing the boss fight and I was like, ah, oh, cool. I've defeated it. And then it just entered this completely new second phase, which is also a pretty cool nod to Metroid Fusion. I was like, that was neat. And I nearly died, which is more damage than the Hive Totem's ever done to me. Right. Um, but yeah. And I should even mention like the, the music, these, these remixes, these rearrangements are so good. It's just so funny, Joel. But it's always the fans. It's always the Metroid fans. They get it. They know. Like, when this project is inevitably shut down, I hope this team goes on to take this engine and this work and, like, adapt it into a new idea because there is... This is special and it is fun and I want to play a full game of this. Even if it is a Metroid Prime, even if they just make a standalone, like, from the ground up new Metroidvania that looks as good as this, like, I'll be there because I, I really feel like this demo is special. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, I saw that kicking around the internet. I hadn't had a chance every to check time, it out yet. Every time I saw a new person, I'm like, stop, shush. <laughs> yeah, everyone's getting you, too much traction. You'll start off a witch. And <laughs> <laughs> the Nintendo's there, man. They're ready to be there. They'll be the fun police. Of course. And like, hey, yeah. you you wait for what? They, we don't know. They've gi- hey, they've given that. Like, Mario's dead now. I was gonna say they they they're sort of cleaning up after the murder of Mario, so they've got you've got a little bit of time on your hands before they sort of finish up with that. And, and they're, they're like slowly the glancing across at, at Link next. He's like, "You're next, yeah. mate. I'm coming for you." Yeah, they're bloodthirsty now. Samus is like, "Man, I murder. hope they forget me." But the joke's <laughs> on you because I already killed Samus. It's fine. I'm bitter. <laughs> I'm a bitter Nintendo Should... fan who loves Metroid. <laughs> Should we talk about something that we're will make us feel moderately happy sure okay cool let's do it all right so the big game we've been playing this week uh is monster hunter rise which is of course probably the first no it is it's probably the main big switch exclusive since like what animal crossing at this point like there have been yeah, other exclusives actually. but they've been you know ports or collections and stuff and um monster hunter rise has been anticipated for a while Mm-hmm. There'd been so many rumors of a Switch exclusive uh, Monsana on the cards, and it was nice to finally see it come to fruition. And for it to be this interesting combination of what makes World great, but also integrating a lot of things that I know that a lot of traditional Monster Hunter fans were missing from World. So it sort yes. of is a game that sort of meets the two of them in the middle, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, I think it does, from someone who, like, you know, World was the one that sort of clicked with me and made me go, oh, I like Monster Hunter now. Yeah, I get I'm, it. I'm completely the same. But like, even mm. even I like, once I, like, I really love World, but once I saw a few of the things that the, you know, the, the Monster Hunter pewterists were talking about, I'm like, yeah, that would be cool. And yeah, there wasn't mm-hmm. many monsters initially. Like, I know they added heaps after launch, which is great. But like, initially I'm like, I, I need some new monsters to hunt. But yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this seems to sort of take care of most of those those problems, I think. Um, I, 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 I just, I fucking love this game. <laughs> I really do. I just, I can't, every time I pick up my switch, I'm just like, cool. All right. I'm just going to do one hunt. And then it's like three hours later and I'm like, oh, I've neglected all the things I was supposed to do today. Um, 
That's not. I, it's usually at night time when I play. I don't neglect my child to play Monster <laughs> I'm Hunter. I'm glad that you. you I should actually clarify that. John. Clarify that. Yeah, it's uh, really I important. don't. I only play it when he's down for a nap and when he's in bed at night time. That's the, that's when I play video games. So, um, but I will say, so I've had a few. Um, my commute to work over the last like week or so that I've been working, um, there's been a few days where I've had to catch the train in and out which is not a problem. We live pretty close to a train station. It's not an issue. But I, I've i always done the thing, especially when I get like a new Switch game, like a big Switch game like that, and I'll take my Switch with me. And if I've got, a, I know I've got a journey, like a trip that I'm going on, and I'll like take my Switch out and play a little bit. But I never really like commit to that. Um, Pretty much, I think, except for like two like legs of like journeys that I've had over the past week, of catching public transport, I've been playing Monster Hunter. Um, and it's been great. I've been playing it on my break at work. Like, it's, that's my lunch break. It's like, cool, I go grab something to eat that I can, like, snack on while I'm playing. And I have a couple of bites. And then, like, get back into the fight. Um, and I think that it, I, I've sort of become a bit of a, a walking Switch commercial. Like, I felt like I've been in a Switch commercial. I was sitting at the train station... There's a 20 minute wait for the train to arrive. And I was like, cool, I can get a hunt in here. And I did. Got a hunt in, train arrived. I'm like, sweet, managed to get a seat on the train. I'm like, well, train rides about 25 minutes to my house. So get another hunt in, got another one in. Um, and being able to like, just like, you know, lock the screen and have the game pause and just be like, cool, I'll come back to it um, when I'm home or whatever. But I think that's the, the, the big thing about this is that the hunts, Everything feels a lot more streamlined uh, in this one. Like, everything feels a lot more, yeah, streamlined, I guess, for lack of a better word. Well, I mean, I do um, appreciate that the hub is smaller, right? Because one of my biggest problems in the world was like, man, I don't want to run up there or catch the stupid lift. I just want to go there. And I do appreciate that also, not only is it small, there is also the quick travel options mm-hmm. by holding in the um, the minus button, which is neat. Makes getting to you know to all these different points very very easy, and it will mm-hmm. the game also specifically will tell you it'll flag it with like red or blue or you know yellow if there's someone there who wants to talk to you, which is good as well. Yes. So yeah, definitely a lot of that stuff is very well streamlined. A lot of the um hunting stuff feels similar. I guess like you could say streamlining it counts. You don't track anymore, which yeah, it's funny, right? In Monster Hunter World, I liked that initially, but as the game got on, I was like. Where's the monster? <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I don't want to like, pick up its droppings or stuff like that. Like, it's a neat idea, but I it think is. I almost think the game does work better without it. Yeah, like you just spawn in. You're like, cool. If you, if it's the first time you've gone to an area or the first time you're encountering these monsters, um, there'll be question marks on the map. So you just got you've got to go and like, there and, and like explore. Fog of water as well. If you haven't been there before, of course. Yeah, yeah. So and and so it still has that that feeling of exploration. And I feel because the hunt you could if you like mainline to hunt like and you go straight there and just usually do nothing I, usually i do which for the most part i do as well but like you know after a while you start to get a feel of like where things are that you can sort of like detour just a little bit to sort of help you out most important like yeah most prominently the spirit bugs um there's I'm there's a, like so much endemic life but i I know what zero of it does at this point. I just like, you know what? I'm just going to fight the monster. There's so much stuff, I know, man. I know the spirit bugs like give me buffs. So I always try and go out of my way to grab those. Like I know there's like the cloth flies and like the, like the dragon flies that up your, 
sharpness yep. and then there's like little bugs that stop your stamina drain i'm like there's a lot there's yep. a lot <laughs> it but it, it sort of clearly labels it too so if you're like riding um, again riding on the palamutes we'll come back to that but if you're riding along on your palamute and you see this sort of thing you're like oh what's that you just sort of stop and it's like it's a yeah cloth bug defense up you're like cool all right hit a done and i'm back into the game like i was like cool that's giving me more defense it's a temporary buff awesome um but yeah and then on top of that like making just traversing a lot more fun by adding like i mentioned the palamute and also the wire bug it's so funny because i love both of those things and i feel like i have no like leg to stand on as a person who played mostly world like a little bit of try but i have i have i love and hate things about the wire bugs and the palamutes right i feel like the palamutes remove a lot of again it's funny because i find I, I did find it annoying occasionally but i feel like the like the, the fact that you can sharpen your weapon as you're riding on a palamute oh, i'm like yeah. I kind of liked that it's like sometimes in a fight you have to make this call. But now it's like, I'll just get in my Palamute and run around while the monster is attacking me and then they'll sharpen then. Like, it's easy enough. And like drinking potions and stuff like that. But like, I still also love it. Like, I love, and, like a monster runs and I'm like, oh, cool, jump on my Palamute. Let's just sharpen mid-transit, I guess. And also too, like, it's, yeah, it does take, a, like, it takes a bit because to summon the Palamute to ride. Like, because it basically has to disengage from combat if it's fighting. And then you've got to hold A for like a second and a half or two seconds. And then you've got to get on and then Some of these monsters are pretty dumb, man. (laughs) Some of them aren't, though. That's the thing. Some of them will just be like magnets to you and just fucking beeline you like no one's business. Um, I just, I'm having such a good time. I was saying to you before we, we started recording that this is the type of game that I love having on the Switch where it's like, it's not narrative based. I don't really have to focus on sort of an overarching story. The story is there. It's fine. It's not why I'm there though. So they have cutscenes. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> it's not finished. It's coming in a title update later on in the end of this month. But like, um, there's like, here's this stupid tower defense game. I'm like, cool. I guess we'll just mash through this. I mean, to be fair, Rampage is, is interesting. I actually think it's it's pretty neat. Um, I mean, it's better than what they've had. Like, it's better than those stupid big monsters and stuff. But at the same time, exactly. it also was just like, cool, I'm just going to get his crossbow and shoot this monster in the head until he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to be- fire like the canister signal. I'm like, cool, well, I'll go and hit him with my weapon because I've got a boost to my melee damage. Yeah. Um, it just, it just, it was fun the first time. And I'm like, I can see it beginning to wear thin already. I could see. Where I see that mode shining, and I have heard this is sort of the case from some people who have played it that way, um, is when you get in the higher level versions of those and you're playing with friends. See, I can be- I can assume that would be much better. That would be... I could just imagine like you and I just jumping in and like taking a side of that area and just being like, all right, cool, you got the left, I got the right. Middle, we'll just sort of like deal with that when we need to and like like calling shots at each other from across the map and... and um says oh no there's something coming through this side okay we need to get over there let's bolster that cannon up that kind of stuff i think is where that that mode will really shine well i mean it's it's a good thing you pop it up because the game does shine in multiplayer of course you can you can play the single player and it it is serviceable it'll get you there it'll sort of teach you the ropes to fighting a lot of these monsters but um the multiplayer like when it because obviously it, it does scale with the amount of players you've got and that's when you really start to see these monsters for what they are like in in the single in in the you know village missions a lot of the time, 
the monsters are pretty easy to kill. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it was once I got to like the um the three or four star ones, I'm like, oh, there's some pushback. I think Magnamalo nearly killed me. I think the armadillo one, like Lovadon, Velvadon. I think he got me. Yeah, he, he fainted me once. I was like, all right. I think he Bastard. got me. And I think Magnamalo got me once as well. He, he came uh, close. Like, he came close because that guy's a bastard who can move around very quickly when he wants to. But I've got a wire bug, so and Hellfire Blight is Hellfire Blight is a bitch too. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I but yeah, you're right. I think the multiplayer is is where this game really shines. It's where Monster Hunter is sort of like it you know, is. is its bread and butter like that's where the the, the real game begins i guess yeah like the single player is there largely to you know get you accustomed to a lot of these monsters and a lot of the weapons and all that sort of stuff uh, which and i do a lot appreciate. to dive in there yeah and there's a lot of it there as well especially for someone like me who is i'm one of those psychopaths that do enjoy playing these sort of like co-op multiplayer games by myself because i'm a fucking weird loner um because I, I love playing borderlands borderlands 2 i played nearly all of i i, I rolled a separate character to play with with you guys and with friends and stuff, but I had my own character that I was playing for the story because I wanted to play that game and I had a fucking ball with it. Um, and same with Monster Hunter. Like I, I world, I did quite a lot of solo until it started getting really hard towards the end there. Um, and I had uh, you and I think Brendan coming in to help me a, a few times. Man, I, um, some of the most fun I had in world is like at the end, like man, when they, when I, I remember finishing World and being like, man, that was really good, but I wonder what else it's got in store for me. And then you, you do a couple more hunts, and then they introduce the Beazle guys, and you're like, Jesus, this thing is just, it's just a bomber. This is just an aircraft that just bombs me from the sky. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Like, and that's the thing, like, you know, I, I, I hit credits yesterday. I believe you did as well. I hit it this morning before I went to this work. Morning. Yeah. yeah. So, like, in the last 24 hours, we've both hit credits. I, 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 I'm doing air quotes here for yeah because it's like yeah we finished the game but not really like we finished it's the like, story but it's also not finished you finished the tutorial essentially like yeah. you sort of you sort of know what you're doing now um I do yeah I I I'm just having a ball with this game I think the the, the new setting as well like the the feudal Japan inspired locales and the village itself I think looks great um I mean I haven't even mentioned that, but the game itself for a Switch game looks yeah. pretty fucking great. Into qualify, like for a Switch game, this does look very good. Like honestly, of course, it's it's insane and crazy that Capcom got the RE engine running on Switch. This mm-hmm. is this is the engine that's been running the Resident Evil games that have just been stunning the mm-hmm. last few years, and it's running Resident Evil Village, which comes out next month on PS5. And yeah, they managed to take this engine and downsize it and get it running on the Switch, and it yeah, it looks really good, and, and it runs very yeah. well. I haven't really <laughs> had any major issues or dips or anything. Like it's pretty no. stable, which is good, yeah. um, especially for a game like this because you you need that stability. Oh yeah, like um, with the, the way these monsters like some of them can get around the arenas, it's just like yeah, you want this game to be running well again, especially like the big, the best example I can think of is Magnamalo, right? That guy yeah. is insane. And mm-hmm. I, cause I remember starting to find like, oh, you're not so bad. And then the next thing I know, he was like flipping around and like shooting purple balls of light at me. I'm like, okay, calm down. Or like just backing right up. I'm like, what are you doing? And then launching straight up. Yeah. Like he, he, he was when I really started to appreciate how well this game is running on Switch. Yeah. And then for I skinned sure. him and turned him into a pair of daggers. <laughs> I've still got his bits. 
hanging hanging in my in my item box. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure out I'm gonna plan what I'm gonna do with them. I, I'm, I'm like, just gonna keep farming them, man. Like I'm gonna keep farming because I kind of want that armor set. Because like, I farmed um really I farmed nice. Bisha ten. I'm like, look, mate, I'm just gonna kill you until I get your outfit, and I did. I'm like, cool, thanks, man. Yeah, I later. did that with this. I did that with this uh, Summon Kenth, I think. Uh, Somner Kenth. Um, this afternoon I farmed that. I actually did the wish list thing, like yeah, that's added what I all the parts I didn't have, and then like yeah, went and fought another. Actually, I had to capture one for a for a, a mission, which I found capturing a lot easier in this one. I mean, it probably would be again because it scales to the amount of plays you've got. Like, and they very mm. clearly tell you, like, every time I'm fighting a monster, they're like, hey, we could catch us now if you wanted. I'm like, I'm killing this thing. I'm sorry. This yeah. is happening. I know that there that, are benefits to catching. Apparently, it's been a bit of an issue on, online as well that, like, when you play online with, like, you know, randos or squatting up with people like that, it's, it's always be a big emphasis on catching. Whereas sometimes it's actually better to slay them because the rewards are better in this one, apparently. Um there's a whole thing about that where people are just like... Well, because you can check the, for the love very of... easily. Yeah, but everyone's just like, for the love of God, stop capturing in multiplayer. Like, for fuck's sake, can we just kill this one? Um, I saw some people tweeting about that this afternoon. Apparently, it's a big issue that um, a lot of big fan, a lot of fans have had a, a lot of problems with. This, yeah, I mean, I would never play with randos, honestly, in a game like this. But I have also seen that apparently if you are a higher hunter rank and, and like help out newbies, you get some pretty good rewards. Yes, it's um, really cool. I mean, I'm, I'm helping out a few people in Monster Hunter World. Uh, yeah. But I guess that's also a good a good a chance as any to intersect with one of the best changes in this damn game is part of that streamlining process is the multiplayer is just, I mean, once we figured it out, once we sort of yeah <laughs> figured out how to actually open a room up, it was Look, way it's... better than World where I remember we'd be queuing up for World. We'd be like, cool, all right, let's go hunt this monster. Everyone's ready. Everyone's eating a meal. Excellent. Let's go. Wait, what do you mean you haven't watched a cutscene? Mm-hmm. All right, well, I guess we'll cancel the hunt. You go start the hunt, and I guess send an emergency flare out, and we'll join you that way. Like, all that stuff is just gone, and I'm so yeah. happy for it. Oh, it's great. Um, Yeah, it is still, like, has that Nintendo online... But it works. Bullshit, bullshittery. No, but the, the bullshittery of, like, trying to start a room and doing this way and all this stuff. I mean, I mean that's just Monster Hunter, man. Yeah, it's hard true. to tell, right? Because Monster Hunter has predominantly been on Nintendo platforms apart from World. Like, yeah. Monster Hunter and 3 and Try and all that were on the Wii and the Wii U, and then 4 and Generations and all that were on the uh, the 3DS and then eventually the Switch as well. Originally, they were on PSP, though. Maybe like the, like the, the, the very like old ones were on PSP, PSP. but I, honestly, I don't know what online was even like on PSP. Yeah, that's very true. But um, but, uh, So World was like their first go on like a big home console and mm-hmm. yeah it, like i love world love world still think about going back to iceborne a lot like a lot mm-hmm. <laughs> especially because um as a as a ps5 when you get a ps5 in your plus library they give you monster hunter world i'm like okay well i just got a pony up for iceborne now mm-hmm. maybe next time it's on sale i'll consider it but um yeah maybe i will too but i i mean I'm curious to see what the roadmap's going to be like for Rise. Cause well, we've got monsters after... coming at the end of the month, as well as, I think, mm-hmm. the end of the story, or like it's something like, the, like the, that. It's the big title update, yeah, it's coming. Because yeah. Yeah. I think the, the um, monster that's coming is like the um, one that can go invisible or whatever. Yeah. All right, so... Speaking of that, though, what would you... I know every podcast has talked about Monster Hunter brings this up. But I feel like 
We should bring it up here because I know what the answer is going to be to the question and I feel it'd be fun to discuss. <sighs> because there's been, you know, previous history of the Monster Hunter doing um, crossover events with yes. other franchises. Yes, Joel. Yes. Kyron, what would you, you like to see you are, in you are, Monster Hunter Rise? You are purely inviting pain on me, aren't you? I honestly, look, I, I, I believe this, this I, is something I that refuse. could very much I happen. Can, I can't get my hopes up, man. Like, it was super cool. They did Monster Hunter Four and um, gener- like generations and all that. They added in the Samus armor, which was rad. I yeah. honestly, I saw that armor and I nearly bought that game instantly because <laughs> I want to wear the Varia suit and have that ridiculously giant arm cannon. I think it was a gun lance or a heavy bow gun or something like that, but it was massive. Yeah, heavy bow gun, I think. Yeah, because it's just the way. So funny the way they introduced it. Like, oh, here's Samus. You're like, oh, sweet, that looks pretty spot on. And here's a weapon. You're like, yeah, that's Monster Hunter. Yep, cool. Cool. There's the Monster Hunter. Yes. Yeah, I mean, yep. obviously, Joel, obviously the easiest answer in the world is is this the 30th anniversary of Metroid. If, maybe if anyone's going to pay tribute to it, it might be Capcom. Because I mean, look, they it, might. It's a, this is a slam dunk. Just let me hunt Ridley. Like, that's the thing. Just it's put Ridley dunk. in Monster Hunter. And I... And here's the thing, because I, I hear a lot of people being like, oh, they should put Bowser in, or like Ganondorf or something. It's like, no, 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 he's, you don't get it, right? Nintendo don't want you killing and skinning Bowser, but no. Ridley, he's just a space dragon who eats people. He's fair and also, game. Also, too, like, his design kind of he would suit kind Monster of Hunter suits so well. Monster Hunter. Like, you could just put him in there without doing much to him exactly. and just be like, you could just, at this point, you can nearly, like, with certain monsters, you could nearly just change their color a little bit and they'd be close. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. obviously that is my dream. Like the the crossovers that World had were so good. The Final yeah. Fantasy fourteen one was nuts. Where it added in the Behemoth and basically made you play it like an MMO, like gave you yep. like roles and all that. There was um the Amazing Witcher one where Geralt was in the game and you got to hunt some stuff. There was the Resident Evil one. Yeah. Yeah. That world had some great crossovers. So I would love that to happen, but I'm I I'm hoping that they do up. Well, I'm hoping that they're going to do something similar for this because I think surely they know what they're doing. Capcom have had a pretty good run of it lately and they sort of seem to have been a bit switched on to how they should be doing things and and how to sort of capitalize on these things. So I think I think it's to be expected that Rise is going to get supported for quite oh, yeah, a while. Absolutely. This this game well, because also it's meant to be coming to PC next year, so mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's definitely gonna, think- it's going to have some legs. Fucking, why not just chuck Godzilla and King Kong in there? Like, let's fight those. I'd, I'd, let's just look, fight I'd Godzilla. Have, I'd, I'd hunt Godzilla. <laughs> why not? Like, that'd be fucking rad. You know? It's funny, because, like, it is it is surprisingly tough to think of good crossovers. Like, that's it, why Ridley yeah. is the thing that first come, comes to mind. Because Ridley is fun. It's fun to think that you could get the Varia suit and just go hunt that stupid dragon who I love. It's it's like a fucking it is a slam dunk. Like it, it is, is not, it and is like an it, absolute no brainer. It all of comes down fucking... to Nintendo, right? They're the ones who have to move for this. It's just like it's like why was that not like advertised on the box? Like coming I mean, soon. Like Ridley. Like that's. Don't be wrong. I do such a no brainer. Do you think we'll at least get the Samus armor? Like I would be surprised. Like it was in yeah. generations. Like I would be shocked if it didn't come you'll back. Probably, you'll probably get a fucking. You'll get a Link one. Link one as well, yeah. 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 Absolutely. You can bet on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the uh, Ridley Hunt would be fantastic. And beyond that, though, like, 
it's even it feels so hard to pick because capcom like again i would never have picked those world ones like i would never have picked i would never have picked what a if? behemoth from final fantasy 14 as an mmo style boss what if they did monster hunter versions of pokemon <laughs> nintendo would never go for it no i feel like slide it slide no. it to gate slide it to the pokemon company just be like hey we're thinking I, about I, doing this i think they'd go for it less <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. I, I just think Nintendo doesn't want you skinning their their mascots, right? That because yeah, that's but the it's thing. not going to be exactly the same. No, like no, they'll know. I just again, like, I think Nintendo would be very careful about that. Just do a giant rat that happens to be yellow and uses electric powers. I mean, they might give you costumes for your Palamute and your Palico. Like, they might give you oh, something. Actually, like that. that's that's probably a more yeah. That's probably but yeah. I just don't know if you're right there. Like, hey. This thing here is sort of Pikachu. Go kill it. Kill it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I'm trying to think now because, like, yeah, like you said, Ridley is, like, the the, the He's the, the, he's the easy pick because there. I really feel like it, when you look at all the Nintendo, like, baddies you could put in there and be like, yeah, I guess yeah, I guess you could kill him. Ridley's it. He he is a villain. He is a yep. space dragon who killed Samus's parents. It's like, no, I'm, you are, there's no redemption for you. You are a, yep. spa- you're a murderer. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it's- kill him. Hunt him and yep. kill him. Hundred percent. Yeah. He'll be back Finish anyway. The Finish the fight. But yeah. Like it's like you put Bowser in now, and Nintendo's just like, well, dude, like they play golf together sometimes. <laughs> just saying, maybe don't skin him. Yeah. Okay. Nah, fuck it. Fine. Um. Oh, man, I'm really excited to see what this game's going to come out yeah. with. I'm really, I'm really excited to see to play more of it and just check back in with it. Because I, I, I checked in with World occasionally as well, and there was some like they the very first I don't think it was the first monster, but I remember when they added the um I can't even remember its name, but it was a monster that was very much a I can't even think of the best way to describe it, but it was a fighter, like it was very scrappy, sort of like a wrestler, like it would use other monsters to attack you, and yep. that was just the most fun. I hope. That's the thing I'm excited for, seeing what crazy stuff they um, sort of add in. As I'm not a Monster Hunter veteran, I won't be able to pick so clearly when they're like adding a monster and people will be like, oh yeah, that one's from Monster Hunter G2 portable. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's a new monster I, to me. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, it's cool. Like I I got excited when I saw the Puke Puke. Yeah, like I recognize- like, I know that one. I recognize the world ones. I'm like, oh, hey, it's Diablos. <laughs> Or, yeah, yeah. I'll kill He's you. a Rathalos. Oh, I know this one. Yeah. Yeah, all those ones I recognize. But everyone's I'm like, this is a cool new monster. And then you look it up, it's like, oh, I know this is a Monster Hunter 3. I'm like, I knew that clearly. Jeez. It's, it's, I, I, meant, I meant new to me. That's. Do you have a favorite new monster? I, I say new, like, we've, we looked at a list of the ones that are new to this game, so we don't make fools out of ourselves. Um, Besides so Magnum Marlo, because I think I he is say, the coolest monster. Magnum Marlo is like the the big one, and he that's is the coolest. <laughs> the obvious answer there. But like, apart from Magnum Marlo, who is just fucking terrifying and awesome, and I love him. Um, I kind of like uh, Tetranodon. He's pretty cool. Um, just I, I like he he his animations are really great too, and he's like fighting him is always fun. It's not like it's still challenging enough but it's always a lot of fun um and my other pick would be for the um uh somnicanth yeah which is uh i like because it has a fucking great armor set um but it also has a great 
it has a great design as well, but the armor set looks so cool. It's like yellow and purple and oh, nice. it looks dope. That's um, that's half the fun, right? Is you 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 get you have the initial rush of being like, oh a new monster hunt. Oh, what's it gonna turn into? Exactly, yeah. You get back from that hunt and you go straight to the smithy yeah. and you're like what can you make? scroll down and like looking through the picture like, oh that's really oh I like that headpiece, that's really cool. Like yeah. The good old like the fashion over function and exactly. things. All about great. the fashion in this game. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, what about you? Uh so yeah, I think my favorite so far I say so far because there's still a few like looking at the list that I haven't fought yet is probably Bishaten, which is like this monkey wyvern. And I must say that I do love him as much as I hate him. But I just yeah. find his combat style so stupid and interesting. Like the way he just stands up on his tail and then starts throwing through at you or can like be on his tail and like hop. Like, because there's been times when he gets up, I'm like, cool. If I hit your tail, I can knock you off balance and just open you up and I'll go, I'll wind up for this big swing and just like hops to the side. I'm like, I've missed. You've made me look like a fool. My yeah, cat I, and dog are watching me. I, there was that, it wasn't specifically with that, about that fighting that monster, but there was a Penny Arcade comic about that. I think today's Penny Arcade comic. Oh, really? was like that it's like it's time to finish the fight yeah and then like lands right in front of it just missing i'm like that's like every time too real too real especially it's always when you're doing like your big combo as well and then you land on the ground you're like can you like just move back across so i can hit you with this massive attack but i've been like very carefully stringing together for the last button like eight button presses it's all i ask of you you just resort to button mashing. And you're just like, and you're facing the wrong way. And you're like, no, turn around. <laughs> God damn. But again, that's that's um, kind of what I love about Monster Hunter. It's like, you've got to be aware of where you're swinging. You probably are going to miss a bit. It's about the hits yep. you can get. And But when you get those moments where you just get that, you just wail. Oh, yeah. For like, like and a then good you get 30 the, seconds. The, the glorious like parts broken or like broken oh, parts. And then you yes. pick it up and it's like a wyvern, a beast tier, a wyvern tier. You're like, I'm going to like, cry. I'm going to you cry. I'm going to use this. I'm going to make it into armor. Then I come back and fight more of you. Like, I still, I still feel really guilty though. Like when they're very barely limping away. Oh yeah. Especially now with a palamute, right? Because as soon as I start limping, I'm like, I'm just going to jump on a palamute. You're not going to get like 10 meters from me. I'm going to just launch attack you again. You're you not getting fa- away. They're my favorite thing to do. And it only works every now and then. I think it's only worked once or twice for me. Yep. So I've been using the gun lance this time around. I've been yep. like, playing around with a whole bunch of different weapons, but Gunlance is the one that I've been sort of playing majority with. Um, and I, my friend from work told me about this. And I, so I eventually unlocked it the other day. But there's, um, so there's like uh, charge up skills and things like that you can get uh, for all the weapons now. And you can switch them out at like your item box. You can go through and change the skills on certain weapons when you unlock them after you use them for a certain amount of time. Um, the Gunlance has one that basically. So the gun lance, if you've never seen one, is basically like a big lance with a shield, but it also has some sort of ammunition in it that you can sort of fire shells, basically, uh, and do like explosive damage. And it's just, it's ridiculous. But what makes it even more ridiculous is when you unlock this skill, which basically means if I hold down A, I put the, the gun lance facing behind me and charge it up and then let go of A and I can rocket launch myself across. I'm essentially rocket jumping across the map using my gun lance. So sometimes if there's an, like a monster limping away, I'll be like, I've got to give it a go. And I'll like line it up, charge that, uh, that gun lance attack up and try and like fly through the air and then just like 
bring the lance down through its spine. We even we even talk about those charge up attacks as well because the yeah. so I've been predominantly using the switch axe and the dual blades, mm-hmm. and I I do like the switch axe as like one. So I think it's I mean it's got it's got two. Um, the dual blades only have one really. Mm-hmm. Well, they've got they've got um two like um switch skills, but one of them yeah. is pretty boring. Yeah. So the one Same that with the gun I, lance. yeah the dual blade the one that I love that the most. It's why I sort of. St- initially stuck with the dual blades more is it's an aerial attack so it's like it's like it's because it's called demon mode or something on the dual blades and like the best way i can describe it is it just turns you into like levi from attack on titan where you've got <laughs> you've got your two blades and you're just a blender and you're yep. like you press a you hit the monster and then like like launch yourself in the air and then you just start spinning yep and you can press you've got like b for like a like like one of you like your light attack is like a mid-air combo and if you do like a heavy attack you sort of just like spin down them like down the side of their body it's like this is oh brutal God. i love it i'm here for this <laughs> so good the skills are very cool and then the, on top of that you got like the wire bug skills as well yeah like, and those are which are really those fun. are different for every weapon as well like so that's the one where the dual blades only have one because yep. but again for the dual blades it makes sense because so you've got um it's provide like you've got one which is sort of like you launch a hook into the monster and you can attack that hook point and then detonate it for damage. Or if they get too far from you, it detonates, which is really cool. Um, and yeah, the other one's just like, again, which works with the dual blades, is it evasion, purely evasion, which is yeah. great because like with the dual blades, you're, you're again, you're, you are hitting that monster so much. You just never stop hitting the monster. Yep. You just keep pressing those buttons and you're just like, I'm just going to keep swinging my daggers unless you move. And if you move, I'll use my wire bug to get back to you. I and mean, then I'll keep pressing those buttons. Yep. See, I'm a terrible Gunlance player because, like, I just forget I have a shield. I'm just like, I do that, but I do your technique with the dual blades, but with the Gunlance, hmm. um, and, then try and, and then try and evade with it. <laughs> yeah, and then I try and evade, and it's just a very slow evade. Um, I'm getting better at it, but, yeah, the the um, wire bug skill for that, one of them is, like, a shield, basically. just gives you, like, a temporary shield. Is that the one where, um, like, you, like, dig in with the shield? Like you like, like brace yourself with the wire yeah, bugs, yeah, and it like dashes all the wire bugs all around you, like it. Sort of yeah, I think like a... the um, what was I? Because I, I also sometimes use the is that the charge axe charge or the charge? Blade. Yeah, that one also was a similar one, and I was like, this yep. is pretty cool. I never get it right though; I never nail it. <laughs> the other one, the other one that that the Gunlance has is like you basically like fire it into the side of it and like pull yourself towards it, and then hit it once, and then you can combo it up with like uh, Wyvern's fire. Which basically is like a like a mortar bomb that you just like let off. Um, I found out there was another move I could do this afternoon where I could charge up this giant attack and do heaps of damage. Um, I've got quite a few gun lances now. I've got like I've got a I've got an ice one. I've got a water one. I've got a slit one, which is really fun and it looks so cool. I mean, the most um, the most satisfying attack I can I if I ever get a chance to do it, if I ever get it right, that you can pull off with the um the switch axe is when you're in the uh you start in the sword mode and basically once you've got a full charge you can just again with a correct button inputs what's like like off the top of my head couldn't tell you it's very much yep. in the moment you're just like cool this is i got this and it's once you hit the end of the combo you climb onto the monster and just like unload into it and it's just the coolest thing it's ridiculous um i i started playing around with uh the long swords because i i got one it's got for, a cool moveset like, it's got a super anime yeah. move as well. Like one of its um, 
I think it's actually one of its wire bug moves where you attach to it and launch forward and you sort of do the whole like you slash through it and then a yep. second passes and it just like pops off a bunch of numbers and it's just like that's cool that's a cool move it also does, it has a really cool aerial one as well that you sort of like dash towards it oh, have you tried, and then you fly you up into the, the air i actually it? haven't i've Man, heard the hammers the hammer has one that uses both of your charges of the wire bug and it's called impact crater <laughs> Basically, you attach to the monster and you launch at it. You hit it with a hammer on the way up, and you come straight back down on it. And oh it's just so much. It's just, when you pull it off, when you land it, man, it feels good. <laughs> it's uh, well, the the there's like a um, because the longsword has like a charge like meter as well that you yeah can hit um use a a, a right trigger to do another move set, and if you just spam that. It does this combo that is fucking ridiculous. And if you can pull off the whole combo, um, your hunter puts the sword away at the end. Like it goes, stops and like flicks it and puts it away. Like I get that, like a, like a samurai katana. I'm like, <laughs> this is fucking so good. The game, game is, is the all best. about style points and it's, oh, it's it so good. It Just literally has a style point system. <laughs> it has a style, a point system based around style. It's, yeah. <laughs> I'm I am very much in love with this game, and, um, and you know, I'm happy. We still that... forgot to mention one thing. Yeah, the um, I would say this is a, this is a net improvement as well over World, like the Wyvern riding. Yes. So the Clutch Claw was cool in World, but um, I just, I don't know something about mounting was just like it felt like either you had to do it all the time, or it was too easy to do. And Wyvern riding gives you a small advantage. Usually, I just use it to run them into the wall three times. But um, if like for example, because it, it Rise doesn't have this super cool monster fights that world does like those preset animations which are still stunning i still remember like every time a monster would fight another monster and world being like whoa 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 let's just watch <laughs> yep whereas but in, now it- in rise when it happens you're like knock down the other monster not yourself perfect cool ride the wyvern yep and heavy then attack, you get heavy in- attack heavy attack punish attack <laughs> you get to be in control of the two monsters fighting each other yeah, in some which way which is very cool um there was that moment because we, we played a bit of multiplayer the other night we, we did a few hunts together which was so much fun. It's about um, like multiplayer hunting. My God, I am, ad- I'm addicted to it. I wish I could do it more often. <laughs> yeah, likewise. Um, but we had that moment where there was two monsters fighting each other and we were just going to town on these monsters. And I managed to get on the back of one of them and it like ran it into the wall a couple of times, I think. And then like it like fell down and basically like pinned down for a little bit. And in the process of that happening, the other one was rival <laughs> as well. It went up. And I- I didn't mean to. I just went up to attack it. And as I was halfway through the the attack animation, it was like, attack and ride Wyvern. And I was like, oh, well, guess I'm getting on this one now. And I just remember you just being like, did you just go from one to the other? And I'm like, yep. That poor monster. <laughs> that poor monster wasn't even our target. And the one that was like, I'd just been riding has obviously been pinned to the ground with this fucking wire bug. And I'm just saying, well, munch, 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 it's munch, ridiculous. munch, munch. But uh, it, it is so cool to use some of those monster moves. It's very satisfying. It's yeah, and they all have different movesets. Like they all, yeah. And it's, I I've heard some people complaining about like how difficult it is, like to control them. But I'm like, they're monsters, man. It's kind of part of it. Like they're I, I kind of like monsters. Like you, yeah. You have barely, con- yeah. No, I think that's a good way of balancing it. Because if you had perfect control, those attacks do so much damage. And like, sure, you want to get a small window, but if you if you could perfectly like spin them and aim them like i think it would be the game's already very easy single player and i assume like obviously it, it scales multiplayer but um i do think that the their 
difficulty in handling them is definitely a good way of balancing out how useful it is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just... I fucking love it's this great. game. It's great. I, it's, I, I think I was saying before, like, I, I really... I, I love having games like this where I non-narrative focus where I can just jump in and it's pure gameplay. I can have a podcast on the TV and play because I've been playing predominantly in handheld mode as well. Um, nah. Which I was surprised at. I didn't think I was going to, but... I, I can, but those Joy-Cons can go straight in the bin. <laughs> See, I really... I, the actually, concept of Joy-Cons can go in the bin. <laughs> have you thought about maybe getting a Hori split pad? Because... I would just rather play on TV, honestly. Like, the Hori, the... The Hori costs too much for the what i would get out of it honestly that's fair i actually felt one the other day they make the switch lighter yeah look, look, they look comfy and it, good and all that but it's, like it's ridiculous because my friends got one and because we were playing monster hunter and just like showing each other what, what our armor sets and stuff and he's like oh yeah i've got the um split pad and i'm like oh cool he's like seriously feel how light this is and i was like what the fuck it, it's like half the like half the, the weight of um of my switch well, I guess because, like, you know... Giant big controls on the side. The Joy-Cons do nothing to, you know, split the weight. It's just, like, the Joy-Cons are so flimsy. Let's... If there's it's, one thing well, I could have a Switch Pro, it would be better Joy-Cons. Well, it's also, too, because the Switch pad, um, the split pad has no rumble in it either. So that takes up a lot of weight. So yeah. by not having it in there, it, like, it makes this... I was like, holy shit. And I went back to my Switch and I'm like, oh, it feels so heavy now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I look at them a lot, but yeah, like it's just, it would be very specific games and like mostly Monster Hunter, but like other games, it's not an issue. Um, But in Monster Hunter, I'm like, no, 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 no. These buttons are too small. We shoulder buttons are no good. I require That's... a pro controller, please. But I can do it. I will say that I can hunt. I sometimes do hunt in bed. And it is, yep. it is, it is doable. But um, yep. yeah, I'm much... Much prefer that controller in my hand. It's um, times like this I'm so happy that I have tiny hands. So, um, it's insight to me. I have tiny hands. Not I say tiny hands. I have. Yeah. I have it sound like you have like really. You don't like they're below small, average size yeah, hands. I think there's, I have small hands. Okay, I know Joel, small hands sounds Joel, worse. Small hands McDonald. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I I have not as many issues. The only issue I have is the um, R to run. The art yeah, shoulder button, but yeah, nah. <laughs> Again, anyway, I, a lot of that is like why I like the pro controller. Yeah, man, I can talk about this game just just oh. talking bullshit, and I think we probably will bring back stories. We, we will be touching on hunts. it, I'm sure, in the future. Like, I've yeah. already got a couple of cool videos on my Switch of just great like monster takedowns. <laughs> I need like to cutting off to tails like, and stuff. <laughs> I need to remember to save. Yeah, man. Some videos those, now. Those those cool clips. Fuck. All right, we have to do that as well. <laughs> Oh boy, but I but I think that's it. I think that's the episode, Joel. Nice. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. We very much appreciate you being here and hanging out with us. Um, hope you enjoyed us just talking about Monster Hunter because I enjoy talking about Monster Hunter because I love that game. Get out there uh, and download Prime Two D the demo before it's gone. Yes, thank I, me later. I will do that after this. Um. But if you want to contact us in any way, shape, or form, you can email us at contact at dialogueoptions.com. Um, you can uh, hit us up on any of our socials. We are on socials as Dialogue Options. If you search that up, you should see our logo and our faces and 
The website also has them all down the bottom as well. That too. Go to our website, dialogueoptions.com. You got yeah. it. You got it. We are we are we are a dot com. I, I committed to it that time. I we are like, a yep. dot com. Do you know what's embarrassing? We spend money on this dot com. <laughs> that and also to um I have my fucking um my Twitter up and I have the link to it in my bio, so um it was right there. Anyway. It's fine. If you it happens, man, it happens. If you want to catch up uh, and find me on any of my socials, you can find me on Twitter at Jolly Mac, where, yeah, the last couple of things I've been tweeting about, I talked about in this episode, which was loving Monster Hunter and being very much into uh, Invincible on Amazon Prime. So I don't have anything else, I think, before, <laughs> before that. Oh, I did post about um, a couple of weeks ago, I got to go to a uh, our good friend Liam's um, 30th birthday. Uh, and it was just sort of a bit of a sub, a surreal occasion for like just a multitude of reasons. It was like the first time I'd been to a party of that size in forever. First time I'd been to a bar for something that wasn't work related in forever. First time I'd been to technically a live music gig in forever. Uh, and then it sort of turned into a mini reunion of people I hadn't seen in literally years and years. And it was just, it was great. Even though I paid for it very much the next day. <laughs> Um, at work. It's called the ravages tired. of time, my friends. We are getting it older. Was. We cannot do it anymore. I wasn't even drinking. I was drinking non-alcoholic beer. That's the thing. Like I, I, on the Easter weekend, I try staying up later, and the next day I was like, nope, <laughs> that's over. Nope. That's done. Yep. <laughs> yep. Um, if I prepare myself for it, I can do it. But yeah, I work at ten a.m. the next day, and I was like, that's it. if I know idea. the next day I can sleep in, sure. But if I have to get up relatively early, it's like don't don't bother. Just go to bed at a reasonable hour. I still clown myself out and think that I can do it, and I just can't. Man, but you can't, you can't do it, man. It's over. Not without coffee. I push through it. Like it, it lo- uh, a lot of it. I mean, I, yeah, I have a cupboard full of coffee that I can make myself. I can caffeinate myself very, very, very strongly. But um, yeah, it was really great, and uh, um, it was just a bit of a mushy moment that I had to myself, and I was like, oh, that's really nice. Where can they find you, though, Kyron? Uh, you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX. LemonManX, I should really focus on that more. Uh, where a lot of my tweets have sort of been similar, but my most recent tweet was about my PS3. Because obviously, we didn't mention news this week, but Sony did confirm that, yeah, those stores are going to go away. So, um, kind of just a panic station right now to sort of go in there and get all those games before they're gone. So, I, I downloaded some yesterday. Like, I picked up a couple. I've got a bunch in my cart for when I get paid next. I'm trying, I'm going to get the sewer, all the sewer codons because I I logic myself into it because I'm like, I want to play the sewer coden games. Well, and whilst most of these games will definitely find life after this happens, these games are published by Konami. So mm. when they're gone, they're probably gone for good. Yeah, they're probably gone. Uh, for which good. is also why I made sure I had a copy of Metal Gear Solid 4 as well because mm. that really important part of the Metal Gear story, only on PS3. Nowhere else. Nowhere else will you be able, can you currently replay the last chapter in Old Snake's story, which is just, what the hell? Yeah, um, so you can't play that, but you can play the fucking... You can play Metal Gear Solid Five, yes. Oh, anyway. You can play MGS5, which is a lot the... Yeah, yeah. Which is also on... No, it was on PS... No, it was on PS3 as well. God, it I was, was on PS3. Oh, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I remember Ground Zero was on there as well. It was, yes. Um... But yeah, so I made sure to get those. I've got Persona 3 Portable on my PSP cart ready to go. 
So I can pull the trigger on that, because again, that's going to just be gone. That's gone. <laughs> Guess I'm never going to play that game. <laughs> um, but yeah, so but the, the real reason I wanted to talk about this is because I did all that. And I was like, cool. I'll start download- I'm going to download some of these games. So I set up my digital copy of Metal Gear Revengeance to download and MGS4. Um, so yeah, Revengeance took a while to download, which is like, hey, you know what? The PS3's PSN speeds were always terrible. You'll I was be happy to know they still are. Yep, great. And then once it finished, I was like, okay, well, look, I'll just get you to install. I started installing it, I want to say at about 7.30 or 8 o'clock. At, upon going to bed at like 11, 11.30, I was like, so we were playing Valheim. So I was like, before I went to bed, I came out of my room to go check on it. It's like, oh, you're on 84%. You're still installing. <laughs> you, this system is garbage. Wow. <laughs> Utter Garbage. And yet, so God much, so much will be lost when its stores go offline. Um, you'll be able to download still, and yes, if you do it, if you are going to attempt this, be very mindful of the fact that for some reason, when you go to the store, there's no add to cart button. There's no button for that. You sort of have to pick. You have to click on the game's picture on its store page, and then that will add it to your cart. I'm like, you're really trying to make this hard. Like, I don't understand. What are you? What are you doing here? Um, but yeah, that's really about it. Uh, PS3, PSP, PS Vita. Goodbye, Crisis Core. Goodbye now. Like, I, I wanted to play you again, but I guess I won't. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to end this before we start going down that rabbit hole again and getting really upset. So, once again, thank you for listening to the episode. And we will see you all next time. Options podcast.